Hi, welcome back to Tzavas Harivash. We are um, continuing along on page Tesvav. Today's Shear is sponsored by David and Karen Fishoff in honor of the memory of Cantor Mark Fishoff. Rabbi Yisrael Balshem Omar, the Balshem Tov once said, and this is a famous teaching of his, by the way, Tzohar Tasa Leteva. It says in Parshas Noach, make a light for the Teva or a window, right, for the ark. Shetehei Teva Matsir Adkan Varav. That means that the Teva, the word, should shine, right? Because Tzohar, Ta'aseleteva. That Tzahir means to shine, Ta'aseleteva. You should make your words shine. Kiesh b'chol ot olamot v'neshamas v'lokos v'alokim v'miskashu m'zamza. Every letter contains world, souls, and elokus, and divinity at the same time. Meaning every word is a complete structure. Every letter has a complete word. Every letter has an or ein sof, the infinite life, infinite light, and therefore... Um, you're accessing deep, deep worlds when, when uttering these Hebrew phrases. They go up, They ascend and bound and unite together with divinity. And then the letters bind together to form a teva, a word. And what then happens is a true unity um, a true unity in all aspects. And a person, therefore, must include themselves, a man must include his soul in each of these aspects. And then what happened, all worlds will then be unified as one. And they will ascend and affect such great joy and delight. There's some pretty deep stuff over here. Let's just explain this a little bit. Um, this, by the way, uh, actually, this whole paragraph appears also in the Baal Shem Tov's famous letter to his brother-in-law, Rabbi Avram Gershom Kitov. Um, we should actually maybe have started with that letter looking back, but, uh, but okay, we'll get to that a different time. And the idea being that uh, the following, that a person includes himself in the sense of elevating himself through the words, through the words, the words that come out of his phrase, come out of his mouth, the phraseology, all of it binds together in creating this incredible experience for the human being when he davens, when he or she davens. Okay, so let's continue. And then what it means, this is, this is what it means when it says, make with it the bottom, the second, and the third stories, talking about the Teva, right? These three stories are being built. Every time you utter Hebrew phrases, you are building these three elements, the bottom, the middle, and the top, which is the, the worlds, the souls, and the godliness, plus these are the three worlds, which the Zohar says. And you need to listen with each word. And you, with every word, you have to hear what you're saying because the Shechina is what's speaking right now. But you need to be able to have a, the word has a light so that's able to come with Behira's clarity. And to bring gratification to Hashem. Let's, let's explain this, slow this down a bit. So, first of all, the following idea. There is a the first world, which is the world of the Olam, the Olam level, right? We said there's three levels here. There's Olam, Neshama, and Elokis. The first world, Olam, that's another name for that is called Adam Kadmon, right? It's the level of divine concealment. The next level up of divine concealment is called the world of Atsilus. The third level of increasing concealment is the world of Berea, 
right? The world's compounding, the world's Berea, Yetzirah, and Asiya coming together. Um, that's where they all collide. It's a continuum. It's not three separate places. It's continuing. It's moving higher up. So this term olamos in Kabbalistic and Hasidic thought is not in terms of space, right? Areas, olam, world. But rather what it means is our soul is a spark of the Shekhinah, right? When that soul is infused into the body, so at that moment, Adam became a nefesh chaya, a living being. The Targum Unkulus and Targum Yonason translate a ruach mamalla as a speaking being, a speaking entity. Human speech, therefore, is a direct manifestation of our souls and therefore very much connected to Shekhinah. So the Shekhinah is therefore called Olam HaDibor. When you make a light for the word, you make it shine brightly by phrasing it properly, by speaking it properly, with, with proper intentions. And it's not so easy. Tzarech emuna gedola lezeh. Let's go back inside. This requires great faith. Da shechina nikras emuna, because the shechina is called emuna, munas uman, true faithfulness, which is a quote from Yeshayahu. Ubelo emuna nikrechas v'chalila nargan mafrit eluf. Without that though, um, it's a pasuk from Mishlei, he that murmurs distinguishes himself from the master. Okay, it's a kind of speaking that is divorced from Hashem, so to speak, right? And then it says, uh, That's also by the Teva, by the Ark. You're supposed to finish it to an Ama high. What do you mean the Ama, finish it high? Ama is the same letters as Ima. Ima, which is a very, the mother, which is a Kabbalistic concept. We've touched on this, I believe, already. But it refers to Ima, meaning the term Ima is another reference to the concept of Shechina. Shechina. The Kabbalah refers to the word Ima on two levels. First of all, the idea that divine manifestation called Shechina is Ima Ilah, the supernal mother, the supernal Shechina, when, which is in the sphere of the sphere that corresponds to Bina. And then there is Ima Tata, the lower mother, which corresponds to the sphere of Malchut. So in general, when we refer to Shechina, it's certainly in the terms of the Olam Hadibor, we're in the lower one. We're talking about Ima Tata, the lower, the sphere of Malchut. Um, the speech of prayer, therefore, is on the level of the lower Shechina. As Tefillah is infused with real Kavana, it goes high to the very highest access, the sphere of Bina, the Ilah, the Ima Ilah, where all blessing, all blessing and Hashpa and Shefa comes from. So, uh, you know, so therefore, when one davens, what they're doing is incredible stuff to interpret the idea of this, that taking these words up all the way to the level of ima ilah. That's what you're doing with your tefillah. Okay. Say, so, as yesh lomar, acher therefore, oh yesh lomar, or perhaps we could say, after the words come out of your mouth, ain't sarech liskorosa. Right? After the word comes out of your mouth, meaning once the word has left your mouth, there's no need to pay attention to it anymore. Uh, meaning, what does that mean? Just like you can't stare into the sun, don't stare into these words once you've uttered them. They're now off on a reality of their own. They're above this world. They're in a place that's very high. And that's what it means, and complete the ark above. Meaning, and one could do this, and this is, this is his famous teaching right here. You come with yourself into the teva, into the word. You're coming in with all your body, all your strength into the word. You're giving the word life to go to an incredible place by concentrating with the words of tefillah. With your whole essence, you are able to give it this incredible, um, this incredible vitality. 
it's an unbelievable deep teaching here. We're, we're simplifying and getting it in quick, you know, this quick speed here. But there's two ideas that come out from this teaching of the Baal Shem Tov. The power of our words. The first pshat in Shtea Teva Matsir, right? Make your words illuminate. That on first on one hand is to be able to enter into the words to give it life from this world, to elevate it and to raise it up. Um, and that gives great pleasure to Hashem and great kavan is needed for this. There's great amuna that's needed for it. And that's the ama techlena ima melamal. You bring it up to the top. Or he went a different route where he said that after the word comes out of your mouth, then it automatically, it already has wings of its own once you get it out there. And, but the key between all of it is summarized by the last line in the whole paragraph, which is about boelateva. You need to bring your entirety, your full kavan, your full focus and attention, presence, into the word.